Hello everyone and welcome to my life. My name is Julia and I am the host of this podcast where we talk all things spirituality, law of attraction, how to step into your power, how to not be the victim of your own story, and how to take life by its balls. Hi, um, welcome back. I'm sorry I didn't, and this episode is not going up on Sunday, but we're still here. Um, I, like I said last episode, sorry, I'm like trying to like come up with a nice setup for this, but it's really kind of not working like I wanted it to, but it's okay. Um, but yeah, uh, like I said last episode, I am going to this episode will be on suicide given um september is suicide prevention month or suicide awareness month i think um and i just wanted to talk about it um shed some light on this very very important issue um and yeah so this episode if the topic of suicide or anything like that is triggering for you I have a lot of other great episodes that are non-triggering, so please listen to those and maybe skip this one um, if it's going to affect you in any negative way. Um, As I said before, like my very first episode, I talked about suicide, like my period of time where I was suicidal, I think, like very, very first episode I've ever had on here. Um, and it was a long time ago. So I kind of want to share my own experience with it, share my own, that period of my life with you guys again. Um, and for those of you who are new here who might have not listened to the first episode, uh, yet, but yeah. Um, also I want to start off by saying if my old best friend that I talked about in my first episode ever. If you are listening, because I know she listens to the first episode, um, but if you are listening, please do not take anything that I'm saying the wrong way. I do not hold any resentment towards you, any bad feelings towards you. I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you everything that I would wish for myself. This happened a long time ago. We were literal fetuses back then, and I do not take anything that you did personally because now I know that you are going through your own struggles at the time. Anyway, let's start. So, I, when I was younger, like way, way, way younger, I always remember being like, like, so after, as you guys know, or you might not know, I lived with my mom in Cape Verde up until I was eight and then I moved in with my aunt and her husband up until I was 11 and then I moved to America to live with my mom. So the period of time between 8 and 11 when I lived with my aunt was a really dark period for me because I just felt abandoned, I felt discarded, I felt like I didn't matter, I felt like nobody wanted me because my dad already had left and now my mom who I never thought would leave me left you know this is my kid brain this is what I was thinking and now here I was in a house where didn't really feel like home didn't really feel comfortable because my aunt's husband was very emotionally abusive and yeah I just never felt like it was my space 
it just never felt like I, I felt like I couldn't really be myself and I remember like during those times like whenever like stuff would happen in the house I would like tell my mom tell my aunt nothing would be done about it and so I just be like get really down on myself and I feel like that's the very first time that I had any type of suicidal I don't want to say ideation because I don't really know what that word means but like any like suicidal thoughts or any any like suicidal anything like contemplated it thought about it maybe thought of it as an option um yeah that was the first time that like that became a thing for me and so um fast forward to me moving to america going through middle school going through high school i had a best friend in high school and she was going through her own issues she was very depressed at the time too but i feel like in a way she kind of took it out on me um and so through that whole experience i became very depressed because me and her just completely stopped talking and she became like really nasty towards me um and i was just so confused like how can this person that i loved so much just turn like that and her leaving my life and us no longer being friends triggered my abandonment wounds and i once again was feeling oh my gosh i'm no one i'm incapable of being loved no one can ever love me no one will ever want me i don't deserve anything i just I'm nothing. I'm a whole, I'm a piece of garbage. I'm a waste of a life, basically, is how I felt. And I found my old diary. Um, if you are on YouTube, oh my god, are you kidding me? I just, I just flipped the, like, I just, like, held up the book this way, and I saw what's written on the back, and it says, with time, this too shall pass. And this journal is very dark because it was from a very like literally look at the cover if you are not on youtube uh, the cover is literally like all black and like if you like lean it a certain way you can see the words julia the words the word julia on it um but like literally the whole cover is just like scribbled out black with red and just yeah this is literally how i felt and on the back i wrote with time this too shall pass i don't know when i wrote this though but i literally have this too shall pass tattooed on my arm in spanish that's cute look at me anyway oh and look at the front cover oh my god i opened this like a couple days ago but i didn't i didn't see all of this i wrote i will survive i will get through it i am strong i am a warrior this is so sweet because this is n i don't remember when i wrote this though like the nice words because the content is not nice Anyway, I will read you word for word um, what I wrote. And if someone's name is on here, I'm just going to... If you hear a name, I made it up. Like, I, like, switched it so it's not, like, to protect people's privacy because I don't... You know? Anyway. On May 26th... On May 26th, 2016, I wrote, I'm depressed. I've been feeling this way for a while now and I don't know how to fix it. Or how to get out of the state of mind i lost my best friend and i guess that's what's causing all of this she she is who is causing all of this again if you are listening please do not take this personally this was from 2016 i do not feel this way anymore 
On May 31st, 2016, I wrote, I am a piece of shit. I'm miserable. I'm a disgrace to humankind. I'm worthless and I deserve all this pain. I make everyone around me worthless and miserable. I just occupy space in this earth and I should be dead. My life doesn't have a purpose, so why am I still alive? I should just leave and never come back. That way, people will actually be able to live their lives without worrying about me. My mother doesn't understand me. She thinks that I'm crying and that I'm always sad because of my friends. She doesn't understand that I'm trapped in my own head. She doesn't understand that I fight to survive every single day. Nobody understands. I don't even understand sometimes. This is the part that when I read it, I was like, what the hell? Listen. My dad doesn't even care. He's never there for me. He never was and never will be. I'm stupid. I secretly hope he comes back in my life because I need him. I need him to love me and hug me and tell me that everything will be okay. I need him to hold me tight when I cry. I need him, but I don't want him. I don't want him in my life because he'll leave right after. Um, right after I get close to him. Um, it's what he always does. He builds his friendship with me just so he can leave and break me again. I'm tired of crying because because of him, but I don't want to let him go. I want him to want me. I want and need him to love me, and I want him to be here. I don't open up to him because I know that he's going to leave me again, and I don't want to feel that pain ever again. By the way, if you hear anything in the background, it's my fan. Anyway, ex-boyfriend, I'm just going to call him that, is too good for me. He deserves someone whom he doesn't have to stress over. He needs someone who makes him happy and someone who's not broken. He needs someone who's sane and perfect, but I'm not what he needs. His happiness means more to me than my own life. I just want him to be happy. I don't want him to worry about me. I want him to be happy, but I can't make him happy. He claims that I'm perfect and all he wants, but I know it's not true. I don't deserve him. He's so good for me and he needs someone who's good for him. I want to I want to walk away and I want him to find happiness in the arms of someone who can give it to him. But I can't walk away. I can't leave him because he's not what keeps me. Oh, because he is what keeps me sane. He's my world and much more. He's my best friend and he's always there. I know that he'll never leave and I feel safe when I'm with him. Time stops and nothing makes me... Uh, life hits me every time I leave him, and then I realize that I'm selfish for wanting him. Alright, that part's irrelevant. Anyway, shouldn't have read that, because that is... Anyway, I mean, nothing that I wrote here is true, here is true but... I have amazing friends, and I don't deserve them. I don't deserve to have amazing people in my life, because all I'm gonna do is ruin their lives. I'm tired of acting like everything is okay. I'm tired of forcing myself to laugh whenever people make jokes. I'm tired of getting up every morning. I'm tired of pretending that everything is good. I just want to sit and cry until there are no tears left. I want to scream so loud that all the monsters that haunt me would want to leave. I want to be alone, but I'm afraid of being lonely. I want to talk to someone about everything, but I don't want to actually talk. I just want them to know exactly what's going on without me telling them. I want someone to hug me tight as I cry my heart out. I want someone to make this pain go away. I want this all to end, but I don't know how to end it. I'm afraid. I've tried to kill myself and thought about 
it more than once. I've tried to OD more than once, but it never worked. Maybe I didn't want to die. Maybe I just wanted to sleep and forget everything. Maybe I wanted my body to end things instead of letting my mind do all the work. Maybe I did want to die. Maybe I still do. I'm just mad. I'm mad at the world. I'm mad at myself. I'm just mad. I'm mad that someone I really cared about broke me and I simply walked and simply walked away. I'm mad that I'm broken and she's happy. I'm mad that she did this. And most importantly, I'm mad at myself for letting her do this. I hate her. The sight of her face, her smile, and her smile makes my blood boil so much that tears roll down my face. I hate her because she ruined me, but I still care. I still care for her and besides everything she has done to me, I still want her to be happy. I hate her because now I can never be happy and I can never trust anyone like I once did. I fear that everyone will ruin me like she did, like my dad did. Everyone leaves me. Maybe it's time for me to leave. Uh, there's more here, but like the rest is kind of doesn't matter. My god. I just want to go back in time, grab that little girl, and just hug her so tight and tell her that, like, her life is going to be beautiful. That her life is going to be beautiful. She's going to experience so many beautiful things. She's going to have so many beautiful friends and so many beautiful connections later on in life. That she's going to fall in love again. Her heart's going to get broken again. And it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. Like, I remember... At that point in my life, I felt so hopeless that, like, I just, let me make sure it's recording. Yeah, like, I felt so hopeless that I just literally could not see a way out. It was like I was trapped in this box, this black box, and there was no door, there was no light switch, there was nothing. I was just there, and every day was the same over and over and over again. I was just living my life pretending that everything was fine. I was just pretending that I was fine. I was basically just like playing a character, and the character was me. And it was so sad because nobody knew what was going on because i was so good at pretending i was depressed as hell literally fighting to survive every single day but i was a straight a student i ran track i was captain of the track team i got all good grades i had a job i had a boyfriend i still hung out with my friends yet every night i was crying myself to sleep asking god to give me strength so i don't take my own life everyone thought i was okay everyone thought everything was fine because i acted like it was and i was so good at acting like it was but it never was and i was just so scared to like tell anyone because i mean how do you expect people to take it like hey by the way i thought about killing myself today like you know it was so hard for me to open up to people and when i opened up to someone my ex at the time or my ex he wasn't my ex at the time he was my boyfriend at the time he's my ex now anyway when i opened up to him he made it all about himself and that made me not want to like open up to anyone else about it because i was like well if he's the part like in my head i was thinking he's the person that like cares about me the most or the person that understands me the most my best friend or whatever and if he's acting like this then how was everyone else gonna act you know what i mean and so I just 
held it all in, shoved it all down, acted like nothing happened, acted like everything was fine. I was still cracking jokes at school. I literally, externally, if you just saw me walking around, if you just saw me interacting with people, you would think I was fine. You would think there was nothing wrong with me. And this is what's so scary about people that are suicidal. Because it's not always that you, it's not like someone literally has a bullet wound that you can see and you're like, oh shit, let me take you to a hospital so they can fix it so you don't die. It's not like that. Because I feel like people that are suicidal are often really, really good at pretending that everything is fine. Because if they feel like there's so much of a burden, they wouldn't want to share and open up to people because they will feel like, oh my gosh here I am being even more of a burden you know what I mean and it's also like sometimes they do open up to people but it doesn't go well and that discourages them from opening up ever again which is so sad because there's so much help out there there's so many people that want to help you there's so much pe so many people willing to help you you just have to accept the help and ask for it ask for it and then accept it but literally I remember like I think I tried three times like actively tried and I was like okay this is it like I'm not gonna wake up tomorrow and I was fine with it three times and one last time I ended up in the hospital because I like I didn't take enough but I took just enough to make me super sick and so I went to the hospital but like my mom didn't know what had happened i don't think she still knows that that's why i went to the hospital they gave me an iv and everything because my body was just so weak and but yeah like nobody not even the hospital like nobody knew what happened like the medications just affected me in a weird way but i again didn't take enough to thank god i didn't take enough um but I remember during those times, I wouldn't even want to look at myself in the mirror because I'd just be disgusted by the sight of myself. I just hated myself. I hated myself so much. I hated everything about me. I would just look at the mirror and just pick myself apart. I would literally, like, see food and be like, you're not even worthy of this food. Why the, why the hell are you even eating? Like, you're just wasting food that other people could be eat eating i would literally breathe and be like you're just literally a waste of space a waste of air this oxygen that you're taking in someone else should have it because you shouldn't because you don't deserve anything this is how i would talk to myself so now when i tell you guys that i'm so proud of how far i've come it's because i literally came from nothing nothing i had no type of self-love no type of self-compassion no type of self-respect nothing i hated myself hated myself and if you are feeling uh, even like one percent of how i described there's so much hope there's so much hope you do not have to deal with this alone you do not have to go through this alone there are people that are willing to help you i am willing to help you I know I'm just a stranger that you listen to, but I am willing to help you. You can literally message me, email me, whatever. I promise you, I am willing to help you. You do not have to go through this alone. Um, I'll leave my email down below, just in case. Um, but yeah, like literally, 
I just I felt like I was a waste of everything and how I got better was it got so bad that I was like all right like actually okay so it came in in waves right so I attempted a couple times it never worked and every day that I like I you know take a bunch of pills go to sleep and then be kind of at peace because I would be like okay it's over and then I'd wake up the next day and be like damn that is so sad I just wake up the next day and be like damn it didn't work you're not even good enough at that you're, you can't even do it right you can't even try to kill yourself right I would judge myself for literally every single thing I did nothing I ever did was good enough for me for anyone for anything and I remember like I got in a car accident like I told you my ex crashed my car and because of that car accident oh my god I was fucked up I had PTSD my anxiety was through the fucking roof like literally I could not get in a car I would sit on like as a passenger in a car and I would literally have to cup my ears bring my seat all the way back and like turn the the music all the way up or just try to distract myself in any way because any movement I was like I'm gonna die any move if I saw a car coming because it was a, a head on front end collision like literally like head on head and I saw the car coming and I was a passenger so being a passenger triggered that so much and so literally I could not sit in a car without like crying freaking out thinking I was literally going to die I was convinced that every time I got in a car I was going to die now I'm a lot better at it it still like affects me here and there because like I'm still like I feel like I'm like 5% on edge right and this accident happened in like 2016 2017 I can't remember I think 2016 I don't know anyway summer after my senior year of college uh high school um yeah and so I I just was on edge and that like transferred over to every part of my life like I remember this one day it was fourth of July and there were fireworks outside and I literally told myself hey you can't go to sleep because one of those fireworks is gonna hit your house and it's gonna blow up and you have to be awake so you can run out or you'll die like I literally woke up thinking I was gonna die at any second because I was so scared I was so scared of literally literally everything and it got so bad that I was like all right now I need help because like I actually can't do this by myself like now it's not even a like I tried to take my own life and it didn't work and now I'm living here in my worst nightmare and there's nothing I can do about it because I me alone I can't fix it I don't know how to fix it I don't know what to do so I'm gonna go get help and this was so hard for me to do because I guess I it came from a place of me being like okay maybe let's try a little because maybe you are worthy of a little tiny little speck and that tiny little speck saved my entire life because I would not be here I feel like I would have kept trying and trying and trying and trying and trying until I succeeded and so um I went to my physician spoke to my physician and he rec recommended me to a 
because um, I, I had a good relationship with my physician so I felt pretty safe with him so I opened up to him but obviously he's not a therapist so he brought in a social worker and the social worker referred me to two things an actual therapist and a day program at a mental hospital that those ladies that program I keep saying shit saved my life but literally they say it like I couldn't be more grateful for them so I went to this day program at a mental hospital and when I told my mom like everything that happened she was basically like oh no don't go they're gonna think you're crazy like everyone that goes to therapy is crazy like don't go like everyone's gonna say this and that and that about you and I was like no I'm gonna go because if I don't go I will literally not survive I didn't tell her that but I was like no I'm gonna go thank god I said I was gonna go because <laughs> um and side tangent she's in therapy now so she's grown a lot and she's changed a lot and I'm very proud of her for that but anyway um I didn't have support from anyone on my decision to go to therapy like anyone but literally my physician um but I still went anyway because I said it's either this or a coffin I've tried a coffin it hasn't worked so I guess this is the next best thing and so I went it was I can't remember if it was a week or two weeks uh, but anyway, I would go from 8 a.m. to, I think, like, 5 or 6 p.m., kind of like the whole day-ish. Um, and we would do different, like, group therapy sessions and also solo sessions. So this is where I told them everything that I was feeling, and the lady was like, oh, so you don't think you're worthy? I was like, I guess not. Like, she was literally putting meaning to everything I was feeling and she kind of like molded my words in a way that made sense back to me and I was like damn this is how I feel about myself that's actually kind of crazy like she just made it make sense make sense to me she's the one that like that's where they diagnosed me with PTSD and anxiety and depression and every day you would be like hi my name's Julia I have depression anxiety and PTSD and I have been I forget what the word is but like I I have been like I haven't attempted in like a day two days three days stuff like that um I by the way it's a uh, little side note I went to the therapy like day program I think it was like a week after my last attempt that's when I was like all right like now I actually need help and I'm gonna go get it um so I went and every day you had to like by the way when you go to like a therapist and you tell them you're suicidal they make you write this like contract which is basically saying like I will not attempt if I get feelings of attempting I will contact this person this person and this person if I feel some type of way I will do this to make myself feel better stuff like that um I think every therapist is different but that's what mine both of them had me do both my actual therapist and the one at the mental hospital and literally you go and there's like um mine were just girls like there could be boys there too there was one boy but he didn't really talk much um but it was mostly girls and we would like share our own experiences and everything that we had going on and for some reason being part of like a group setting where other people my age were going through the same thing made me feel so much less alone and like i learned so much from them 
just like from them sharing their stories gave me courage to share my own and from them being so open and willing to like heal and get better made me more willing to heal and get better because I started to like really look up to these girls and I was like damn you're, you're a great person why do you feel this way and then it kind of started to make me think I think I'm a good person too so maybe I don't deserve to feel this way maybe I do deserve to breathe air maybe I do deserve to eat food maybe I do deserve to stay alive and um, at the day program they've really helped me work on my self-esteem work on coping skills just taught me how to cope with cope properly or cope in a healthy way i should say with any suicidal feelings any depression any anxiety any ptsd they taught me this thing um that i used to do a lot but now i don't remember but you basically pinch your like you know where your glasses sit on your face you grab your ring finger and your thumb and you pinch there and then i think you put your middle finger and your index finger on your forehead and then you just breathe and you close your eyes and you breathe every time you get like I don't know if it's exactly that because I don't fully remember but something like that and you just breathe and breathe and breathe every time you feel really anxious or get any type of like triggered me in my case PTSD car accident related um and so yeah they taught me how to journal and I talk about journaling all the fucking time because it helped me so much because you literally have all these feelings up in your head and then you just write them down on paper and you're like, wow, this makes so much more sense. They taught me that I actually really like to color and it calms me down. So even in college, because this was like right before I went to college that I went to this program and it was like in college and I'd be like really stressed out. I'd color and it would like calm me down they taught me how to build my self-esteem up they taught me that I was worthy they taught me to see more value in myself they literally helped save my life they literally saved my life single-handedly my chair is annoying sorry but they literally single-handedly saved my life I would not be here if it wasn't for them if it wasn't for that day program I feel like I would have kept trying and trying and trying until I succeeded because up until then I didn't see any point in living and they kind of brought that back for me or kind of helped me see it in myself and that is when I was introduced to Reiki because one of the one of the ladies one of the therapists they were one of them was like Reiki certified and she she was like oh do you want to try Reiki I was like sure and then she did Reiki on me and I was like, wow, I actually feel a lot better. She was like, yeah, excuse me. But yeah, anyway, uh, that was that. Um, and let's get a little more vulnerable for a second. But after that, I didn't have a single suicidal thought up until very recently, actually. Um, I want to say, oh, wow, a year ago literally a year ago like s October November of last year and this time I didn't try but I was thinking like I was planning ways to do it like in my head hypothetically but I knew I wasn't going to do it 
but just thinking and kind of like having that as an option was like it, it kind of brought me a little bit of peace in a way just because like that was a way out of like everything and this was because I had just moved to a new city where I didn't know anyone work was literally kicking my ass because I felt like I was stuck in a loop where all I was doing was getting up working eating go to sleep get up work eat go to sleep over and over and over and over and over and over and over again there was no end to the cycle no break to the cycle like literally nothing and I was just I felt so stuck again I felt like I was in a black box with no light switch no door and it was just like on a fucking rat wheel repeating the same day over and over and over and over and over and over again and I just literally didn't see a way out because I was like I just started this job I literally just signed a lease I literally moved to a whole different state how can I pay my bills if I quit this job how can I do this and that and that if I quit this job how can I get out of this lease if I quit this job like I literally felt so stuck and every day my alarm would ring and I would cry before, before logging into work it's not funny but it's just so fucked up that like you can't do anything but laugh like I would literally cry before logging into work I would literally just feel so hopeless because I was like this is my life now this is how it's gonna be until I die is that what I was thinking and sometimes my head makes situations a lot worse because I, I sometimes can be like an all or nothing person I am getting a lot better at that but sometimes like especially in the past if something was happening one way I would think that's how it's gonna keep happening forever and that's not true that's not true at all you can change anything at any time at any given moment um but at that time I didn't think that was a possibility and here I was just stressed out of my mind not really having anyone to talk to just being all alone away from literally everyone that i knew and i was just i felt stuck and the only way i knew how to get unstuck was to die as fucked up as that sounds and i would think like at this time i only had my one cat my girl cat turbo and i would think <laughs> this it, again if I laugh it's not because it's funny it's just because like this is so like outrageous that it's like what like I would literally be like well I can't take my own life because my cat will die too because a no one's gonna come in here and check on her because no one comes over my house I don't have anyone here so nobody would know so she would literally sit here and starve to death I don't want to kill her so I guess I have to live <laughs> that's crazy I mean I'm glad that I love her that much but damn what I, I didn't have the love that I had for her for myself so sad um but yeah like I would literally sit on my bed on the weekends I'd be like a mess I would not leave my bed I would just sit there and starve myself all day or maybe like eat chips and stuff because I'd be like during the week I do so much for work which is something that I don't like to do um, and so the weekend is my time the weekend is my time to just veg out and literally do nothing 
um, because I'm just so overwhelmed. But then me being so overwhelmed, I'd be like, oh my god, I wasted my weekend. This was my time to like do stuff for myself and like enjoy my life. And then now I have to like start work again, and it's like a never, never ending cycle. And it was just exhausting. It was exhausting, and I literally did not see a way out at all and I was just like I just have to take my own life because this is not going to get better this is not going to get better this is how it's going to be forever and I can't handle it but I'm here to tell you it gets better I'm still at that same job do I still feel those feelings no because I learned how to set boundaries with myself and with people that I work with I learned how to compartmentalize is that the right word like this is work Julia this is off work Julia I learned how to do more things for myself outside of work to break my routine of me being like, hey, I'm not on this wheel anymore. Now I'm off the wheel and I'm doing stuff for myself so I can feel like a human being, so I can feel like a person and not a slave. And yeah, I'm kind of struggling with that same thing again now um, because up until two weeks ago, I realized hey we're kind of getting back on that rat wheel so let's like step off and actually do things for ourselves after work instead of just be like okay i guess i just eat and watch tv now and go to bed no so i'm putting an end to that because because that happened already now i can recognize that i'm slowly falling back into that and i'm like no i don't want that for myself anymore because i don't want those feelings to come back so i'm gonna do better now i know what to do now before i just accepted it and just wallowed in my misery not saying that if there's something that's going on with you that you can't just sit there and feel bad for yourself absolutely you can of course you can shitty situations sometimes situations can just be shitty sit there and cry about it cry your heart out but don't let yourself stay there because that is when shit hits the fan whenever things are really really bad just let them be bad for like a day don't let it be bad for a week. Cap it at a week. Let it be bad. Cry about it. Listen to sad songs. Cry in the shower. Let your place be a mess. Eat junk food. Whatever. Whatever you need to like let it out of your system. And then get up and fix it. So maybe get up and literally face the sun for five minutes a day when you wake up. Drink a glass of water. Maybe put your alarm away from your bed so that when it goes off, you have to get up to turn it off. You're already up, so you might as well go brush your teeth. Shower every day because it'll make you feel so much better and you know you will. You know you feel so much better after you shower, so just shower every day. Or maybe once every two days if you can't do every day. Take baby steps. Maybe eat one meal today instead of no meals. Don't, if three meals seems overwhelming to you, just do one. And then tomorrow, maybe one and a half. The next day, maybe two. The next day, maybe two and a half. Maybe put more f apples in your house instead of just buying chips all the time. Maybe because you know all you can stomach right now, all you can handle right now are snacks. Fill your house with healthy snacks instead of junk food snacks. So that way, at least you're getting some type of nutrition because the food you eat has a lot of impact on how you feel. So do things little by little. Be very gentle with yourself. Ask for help when you need to because you are not a weak person if you ask for help. You are not a failure if you ask for help. And this goes for men, women, children, days, 
everyone literally she's she's gays days he's literally everyone everyone you are not a failure if you ask for help you are not weak if you ask for help you are the strongest person there is if you can recognize when you need help and you ask for it and you allow it to come to you when it presents itself the strongest person on the universe if you can do that don't let people shame you into not doing something that you know you need into not doing something that you know will help you stay alive do not let people shame you into staying in this depressive episode that you're in and people say check on your friends but checking on your friends is not enough because your depressed suicidal friends are probably really good at pretending so just sit there with them sit there with them and let them know you're here be present with them if they are sharing listen to them if you have the mental capacity to do so listen to them let them get them out of the house try or if you can't go over their house and just spend time with them encourage them to take care of themselves don't judge don't make them feel judged just be there because usually all they need is a nice hug and someone being like i love you i'm here for you you can get through this you are you can get through this there's a light at the end of the tunnel even when you don't see it it's always there it's always 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 there sometimes you just need to change your perspective in order to see it or change the way you're standing or literally turn around so you can see it because it's i promise you it is always there and i literally tattooed these words on me so i could never forget this too shall pass nothing you are going through is permanent everything is temporary this can be a really 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 dark chapter in your life but it doesn't mean it'll always stay this way and it most likely will not stay this way you just have to fight so 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 hard for yourself fight so hard for your life because life can be so beautiful but you have to be here to so it can be beautiful you have to be here so you can experience it you have to be here so you can live it you deserve to be here you are not a waste of space you are not a waste of a life you are so appreciated you are so loved you're so appreciated you're so loved you have so many people in your life that care about you that love you that want you to be here and everything that you're feeling is okay don't beat yourself up about it don't try to figure out why why me why this why that it's happening so just accept it make peace with it and learn to grow through it because you have to go through it you the only way out is through you can't just brush it off you can't just pretend it's not happening because that won't help you literally have to go through it because the other side is so beautiful the other side is so beautiful but you will never know if you never let yourself get there so i'm i didn't expect to cry the heck anyway I'm here to tell you it gets better this too shall pass nothing is permanent just hang in there ask for help seek the help you need and accept it when it comes you are not a waste of space you are enough you are loved okay you deserve to be here you deserve to experience how beautiful life can be
So just fight for yourself, fight for your life. As hard as it may seem, like it is right now, as impossible as it seems, it's not impossible, it's possible and it's doable and you can and you will do it, okay? And again, if you ever need anything, I know I'm just a stranger that you listen to, but I'm here, okay? And I will leave my email down below. If you ever need to message anyone, I'm here, okay? Thank you so much for being here. If you listened this far, thank you. Thank you for allowing me to share my story, my experiences. I hope that if you are going through this, that it this helps you even a little bit. Even if it helps you feel like you're not alone because you're not. I hope it does. I hope it helps you. And if you are, if you see someone in your life that maybe doesn't seem like themselves, maybe seems like is kind of going through a lot, maybe she seems like she's trying a little too hard to fit in or to act normal maybe check on them not her but like them you know maybe check on them maybe pull them aside privately and say hey are you okay i've noticed you've been blank is everything okay i just want you to know i'm here if you if if you're going through anything i'm here and i love you and i care about you and i just want you to to be well and i'm here and you can open up to me okay thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope this helped. Oh, I have to hang up on my phone. I mean, not hang up. Wow, okay, bye.